Hey guys, this is our podcast at the Clemson Foothills Church. We're glad you found us. Join us as we discover what the Bible says about following Jesus, loving God, and serving one another. Feel free to visit our website at clemsonfoothills.com or check out the Clemson Foothills Church YouTube channel. We love learning what God says to us in His Word, and we hope this podcast helps you to do that as well. With all that said, let's dive into the episode for this week. You know, Mike didn't, uh, he didn't look at my notes, but we're talking about the Holy Spirit this morning, and you know, I think, I think he wants us to know something this morning, guys. I think, because um, what we're going to talk about, if this thing falls, it'll be okay, it'll do, we'll just pick it back up, but what we're going to talk about is the Holy Spirit this morning, and it's amazing to me that that's how it happens, you know, we, um, you know, like I said, he didn't look at my notes. Ben didn't didn't read the notes that I was looking. at. He, Ben's prayer again. The same. I'm just going to be reiterating the same thing that you've already heard this morning. But I tell you what, we're going to talk about the gift because there's lots of gifts during Christmas, okay? But you have received a gift, man, that will help you this holiday season. He's gonna, He he wants to help you. And he will change your life this holiday season, okay? And, and it's, it's, I'm encouraged because, man, you know, like I said, we've already talked about it. So, I mean, we've already talked about him. But, you know, we're going to talk about that gift you received when you got baptized. Come on. Come on. He's still with you. Yeah. He's still with you, guys. He's still with you. Turn to First Peter chapter 1, and I'm going to do something, you know what, I'm actually going to, I'm actually going to have everybody stand up real quick, and I want you just to find somebody close to you and just give them a hug, just tell them, say, hey, man, good morning, good to see you, (laughs) you know, give them a hug. That's what I'm talking about. If you don't know him, it's okay. It's all right. You know, some of y'all are really good at that. Some of y'all are really good at that. You, you can sit down. You can sit down. Some of y'all are really good at that. Some of y'all is real awkward, and I'm with you on that. You're like, you know, it's kind of hard. I get it. I'm with you. I'm, one, you know, I'm one of those people, man. It's like, you know. I, it's okay. It's okay. First Peter chapter one. Don't you feel better though? It feels a little. Even if you kind of, you know, if it's a little awkward, it still feels a little better. All right. We're going to talk about um, a little three-point sermon here. Okay. We're going to talk about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Now, we know this. Y'all know this. Y'all know this already. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Y'all know these things. Y'all, y'all, you know, we read about them. We're going to talk about three that I think will help you. The top three right there. We'll do, we'll, we'll do the top three. Love, joy, peace. We'll start with peace. Okay, 1 Peter chapter 1. We'll start. It says, Peter, an apostle of Jesus Christ, to God's elect, strangers in the world, scattered throughout 
Pontus, Galatia, Cappadocia, Asia, and Bithynia. You know, I can't stand it when preachers actually get up here and they, talk, and they don't pronounce things right, so I probably didn't. But anyway, <laughs> y'all forgive me. All right, but anyway, who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through the sanctifying work of the Spirit. For obedience to Jesus Christ and sprinkling by His blood, grace and peace be yours in abundance. Man, we need that during the holiday season. We need it, guys. We need it. God's elect. You know, Ben didn't, you know, obviously he didn't read my notes, but Ben, ben was right when he prayed. You are God's treasure. His elect. And you know, we don't feel that way all the time. But it's just truth. That's truth. You're His treasured possession. Let, let that sink in. Strangers in the world. You know, the Christians... I didn't set my timer. You don't mind setting my timer? Would you? I appreciate that, baby. I don't want to go too far on it. But anyway... Because um, y'all be like, man, we're getting hungry. You know, we can, I mean, we can go a long time on the Holy Spirit. Now, here's the thing. Uh, thanks, honey. I appreciate that. Uh, you know, Christians, we're, we're to be different. Intentionally different from the world. You know, you're the salt. Who else is going to be the salt? You know, you're the light. You're the light. You know, we, we got to finish the light. You know, we got we to gotta finish being the salt. We got to finish well. Okay. Turn to First John. Actually, you know what? You don't have to turn there. You don't have to turn there. First John chapter 2, I'm just going to read, you know, it says, Do not love the world or anything in the world. Cravings of sinful man, lust of his eyes, boasting of what he has it does, it comes not from the Father, but from the world. Don't love the world. The world is looking for real peace. I'm telling you, they don't have it. People who have peace with God, they're just strangers here. They're just strangers. You ever feel alone? Yeah, I mean, in school, I mean, tell me, you know, in school, do you ever feel alone? You ever feel like, man, I'm just I'm a stranger here? You know, that's not a bad thing. It's not a bad thing. Because God gave you family. God gave you the church. You can feel right at home here. When you go to school, you know, when you're around, around people, you know what, sometimes you can feel alone. Sometimes you can feel like a stranger. Well, there's somebody that wrote this, who felt, you know what, a lot of them felt the same way. You know, they can identify the sanctifying work of the Holy Spirit. You know, when you look at that, you know, sometimes we want to know, what's my destiny? What does God want for my life? Well, I'm going to tell you, He wants to transform you. That's, the, that's really it. You know what? It's really not, a lot of times not where you work. It's not what you do. He wants you to be like Jesus. He's going to change you. Oh, I mean, it's a process, guys. It's not a, you know, I've heard it said it's not a sprint. It's a process, you know. Are you going to be too busy during the holidays? Are you going to be too busy to choose to obey Jesus? You know, it says we were, we, were, we were meant to be conformed, not, not to the world, 
You know what, man? I mean, every, you know, you, everybody, we, we want to try to blend in. You know, it just doesn't work. You ever tried to blend in? It just feels weird, you know? You're like, it doesn't, it doesn't, it really doesn't work. You know, I mean, I'm an awkward guy anyway. My wife will tell you, I can make, I can make things really awkward. You know, and I mean, you know, I'm weird anyway, so it's okay. You know what I mean? It's like, amen. You know, but it's like, but, he, but we were supposed to be conformed in the likeness of Jesus. Yeah. That takes a while. That takes decades. You know what I mean? And you, and you know what? You feel like you're going through, man, it's been like, man, 10 years as a Christian, 17 years as a Christian. You're like, I'm tired. I'm tired of this. Man, it's going to take decades. But you're going to be a different person. You're going to be a different person. The Holy Spirit is your paraclete. If you don't know what that is, look it up. It's really cool. Your Holy Spirit is your paraclete, your helper, your advocate. He reminds you of what you've been taught. You ever been sharing the Bible with somebody? You're like, man, I just remembered this. You know what I mean? It just came to me. You know, He convicts you of sin. Sometimes we feel bad for a reason. Like, oh, man, you know. You know, He counsels us, leads us. He's... You know what? God doesn't tell us any, to do anything that He hadn't done. And the Holy Spirit will encourage you every day. Amen. If God asks you to ask us to do something, he has, he has done everything that He's asking you to do. He'll encourage you every day. You know, He, he asked Abraham, you know, sacrifice your son. But He didn't make him do it. But he backed it up. He sacrificed his son. So, I mean, he, everything, every single thing he asked us to do, he's done. He's not going to ask us to do something that he hadn't done. Obedience to Jesus Christ. Is obedience required? You know, I mean, is it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, think about it. I mean, you know, I tell my, you know, I tell my, I tell my, my daughter, I'm not going to embarrass you, baby. But I tell her, I don't, man, I ask you, I have to obey. I'm 35 years old. I have to obey God. That's right. You know what I mean? If I ask you to obey, I'm just asking you to do something that I have to do too. Yeah. Yep. You know, it's like, first, uh, first, if, you wanna, if you want to, don't turn there. First John 2, 3 through 6. You know, it's, anyone who claims to live in Him must walk as Jesus did. It's this, it's this transformation. We, man, we obey Him because we're gonna be, we want to be like Him. Yeah. We want to change over time. It's this long process. But it's worth it. It's worth it. We don't want to stay the same. You know, you were destined to walk with, walk with God and rely on His unfailing love. Because that's what's going to pull you through. Because you're going to win some battles and you're going to lose some. And that's okay. It says, grace and peace be yours in abundance. Let's turn to John, uh, John 14. John chapter 14. Let's kind of illustrate this point a little more. I appreciate Reese putting that up there on the thing. You know, he's trying to make peace. You know? So, some people don't want peace. Let's want it, guys. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? John 14. John 14, 15. Uh, John 14, chapter, uh, verse 15. He says, if you, you know, Jesus says, If you love me, you will obey what I command. If you love me, you will obey 
what I command. I will ask the Father. He will give you another counselor to be with you forever. The spirit of truth. The world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him. For he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans. I will come to you. Before long, the world will not see me anymore, but you will see me. Because I live, you also will live. On that day, you will realize that I am in the Father. You are in me, and I am in you. Whoever has my commands and obeys them, he is the one that loves me. He who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I too will love him and show myself to him. Then Judas not Judas Iscariot, said, But Lord, why do you intend to show yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus says, If anyone loves me, he will obey my teaching. My Father will love him or her, and we will come to them and make our home with him. Okay? He who does not love me does not obey my teaching. These words are not my own. They come from the Father. They, they belong to the Father who sent me. All, I've, all this I have spoken while still with you, but the Counselor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. You know, he goes on to say, man, you know, he goes on, he's like, man, the world must learn that I love the Father and do exactly what my Father has, has commanded me. You know, it's like, you know, in your life, you know what? You know, there's only, there can only be one master. There can only be one love. You know what I mean? Not many things that you can that you can love with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. There's only one thing. You know what I mean? So, you know, and we'll get to that. We'll, we'll talk about that in a minute. But peace does not come when the house is completely decorated. It just doesn't, guys. It ain't going to. I mean, you, you don't you ever get. I mean, I don't know. Some of y'all, I'm a little OCD. I, I also have ADHD, so it can get a little bit, <laughs> can get a little bit off. I mean, hey, you know, I know. She, she's, she, she'll tell you. But it's like. But, you know, I do work in a sterile environment, so that does have its benefits. But, but here's the thing. It doesn't, peace doesn't come when it's completely decorated, when all the shopping's done and all the kids have their gifts, you know. It doesn't come when all the errands are completed. Yeah. Anybody got errands to do? When everything's cooked right. I can be a Martha. <laughs> I know what it's like, you know. When no one's sick, let me tell you about being sick. One time we all got the stomach bug, and it was Christmas Day. Remember that? Everybody got sick. It was like somebody threw a grenade in our house and just, just bodies just laying around. We were so, we were filthy sick. We were na- I mean, it was nasty. There was throw up. I mean, you clean throw up, and you just go back and clean throw up. You know, I mean, you just throw up everywhere. And we're like, Merry Christmas. So I'm just saying, when you're having Christmas and it ain't going right, just saying, you, you got something to be thankful. If everybody ain't throwing up, just be thankful. 
okay? You know, uh, but anyway, it'll come when we obey the Lord. Not halfway surrendered, not halfway. That's, that's, that don't work. But all in, you know. This is Clemson. Got to be all in. Let's go back to First Peter. Let's go back to our, our text. We're going to switch over to joy here. We've got a little, uh, little photo coming up of joy here in a minute. But um, we'll talk about joy, another fruit of the Spirit. Okay. First Peter 1, verse 3 says, Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In His great mercy, He has given us new birth into a living hope through the resurrection of Jesus Christ from the dead and into an inheritance that can never perish, spoil, or fade. Kept in heaven for you who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in the last time. In this you greatly rejoice, though for a little while you may have had to suffer grief and all kinds of trials. These have come so that your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praise, glory, and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen Him, you love Him. And even though you do not see Him now, you believe in Him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Concerning this salvation, the prophets who spoke of the grace that was going to come to you searched intently and with greatest care, trying to find the time and circumstances to which the Spirit of Christ in them was pointing when He predicted the sufferings of Christ and the glories that would follow. It was revealed to them they were not serving themselves, but you, when they spoke of things that have now been told you, that have now been told you by those who preached the gospel to you, by the Holy Spirit, sent from heaven. Even angels long to look at these things. Let's talk about, in His great mercy, you know, God gave you the Holy Spirit as a deposit Guaranteeing your inheritance. Okay? Ephesians 1. You don't have to turn that, but Ephesians 1. You know, it's like Ephesians 1.14. It's a, it's a deposit. It guarantees your inheritance. Guarantee? Guarantees your inheritance. You know, He looks at you and says, You are my son. You are my daughter. There is no way that we deserve that. And the thing is, is, is we can't. We, we, there's no way, you know, but it's still true. You know, I'm going to remind you of a story. If you haven't read it, I encourage you to go read it, some, read it on your time. Matthew 18, 23. You remember the guy that came to the king and he owed a lot of money. He owed more than he could ever pay. I don't remember how much it was, but it was, it was too much. And the king said, okay, to pay your debt, we're going to sell your family and pay your, to pay your debt. 
And he falls on his knees and he says, God, please, don't, you know, be patient with me. Just be patient with me. I'll pay it back. I'll pay it back. You know, sometimes we feel like, we want God, I'll pay you back. It doesn't work like that. That's not reality. Jesus said, this is what the kingdom of God is like. It's like this situation. You owe a debt you cannot pay. And I owe a debt I cannot pay. And you know what? That's okay. It's okay. You're off the hook. Here's the, th- here's the kicker, though. Y'all know the rest of the story. I don't have to tell you. If you don't know the rest of the story, you need to go read it. You know, got to check it out. But you can let other people off the hook this holiday season. You can let them off the hook. Who you need to let off the hook? Sometimes we, man, you know, holidays come around. We hold on to some bitterness. Let it go. Let it go. You know what I'm saying? Because bitterness will steal your joy. It'll steal your joy. It says, though you, do, you, you have not seen him, you love him. You love him. How am I doing on time, baby? Am I okay? I'm sweet. All right, good. You love him. Okay, what do you love? You know, in my work, we do like this ablation procedure. You know, people come in. I don't recommend them. Yeah, I just don't. But anyway, well, we do them anyway. And people come in, and they, and they have too many signals in their heart. And we have to go in there with these little catheters in their heart, and we either freeze them or we burn them. And so you burn the tissue on the inside of the heart. Yes, it's dangerous. Yes, bad things happen. So I don't recommend it. But you, we go in there, and, and, and these catheters, these catheters, they'll burn, they'll burn the little, you know, they'll burn the pathways. So you got, you got too many signals, and we just, so they have a, they have a straight pathway. They have, they, they, it gets rid of those extra signals that are causing them issues in their heart rhythm. Okay. Anyway, weird stuff. But sometimes we got too many signals. Sometimes we love too many things. You know what I mean? We need some ablation. You know, you really do. You need, you need to get, you know, only one person can be number one. It ain't your spouse. I'm just, I'm just saying. It's not. You know what I mean? It ain't your future spouse. Okay? I'm just saying, you know, if you got a man, Jesus has to be your number one. He's your master. There's no other master. There's no other thing. There's no other thing you, you, you can love like him. God, keep him for your first love. Is he still your first love? I'm gonna talk to the brothers first. You know, a woman's gonna walk in your life. She's coming. She may be already here. And man, she may be really like talks like a lot of Bible and stuff. But I'm just saying, Satan will use people. To see, okay, who, you know, who can I make him love more than Jesus? Who's going to be on the throne? Ladies, we'll get to you in a minute. But with the guys, I mean, you know, and don't say because I'm married, this, you know, I, I ain't talking to me. Dude. Satan will put a woman in your life just, I mean, just you walk in the door, you're like, oh, no. Just be, hey, let's be real. She, that's, that, She'll, he'll send that woman in your life. And you know what? She'll say all the right things. 
You know, it's, it's, there's a scripture in Ecclesiastes 7, 28. Don't turn there. It says, I find, I find more bitter than death. Everybody's listening now. I find more bitter than death the woman who is a snare, whose heart is a trap, whose hands are chains. The man who pleases God will escape her, but the sinner, she will ensnare. Man. You ever think about that? Next time, you, next time that fine woman walks in your life, you, that's chains right there. Just look, you know what I'm saying? Just think about it like that. That's going to come in your mind. You're like, them are chains. I'm staying away from that. Okay? Just sisters. Let me, ask you, let me tell you something. Don't settle for a good guy. If you're single, don't settle for a good guy. There's plenty of good guys out there. The nice guy. And we're going to move on from this, but we got, it's got to be said. A guy that goes to church, he goes to church. No, man, does he love Jesus more than anything on the planet, including you, if he doesn't stay away from him? He ain't yours. He ain't for you. If he don't love God with all you get, all he has, he ain't for you. Don't be carried away by some dude that does, I mean, if he don't, if he, if Jesus is not his first love, guys, just that's a trap. That's a trap. And happen, you know. It says, you know, in the scripture, it says inexpressible, inexpressible and glorious joy. You know, don't let Satan steal your joy this Christmas. You know, what if it was your last Christmas? You know, I I love Scrooge. You know, Scrooge woke up. He's like, I'll change. I'll change. You know, when he wakes up and he's like, I got it. I got a chance. I got a chance. You know, they gave me another chance. I got another chance. You know, what if it's your last Christmas with somebody you love? You know, in, you know, in my work, that happens. People come in for like routine procedures. They're talking to you. Next thing you know, they're dead. Now, and we got great doctors. We got great staff. But it just happens. And you don't know. You know, you don't know. So just think about that. Would you do things differently? If it was your last Christmas. I bet you I bet you start in the morning, I bet you get up, be like, you know what? I'm gonna do I'm 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 gonna be focused. I'm gonna be focused. Don't get choked out by the desires of other things, other pursuits, hobbies, other goals, expectations, people, you know, these expectations you have of the holidays and what you know, this is this is how it's gotta be. Everybody's got to get along, you know. Instead, of just slow down. You got to slow down. You know, don't lose your joy trying to make everything perfect. House completely clean, like we talked about. Aaron's worried if everybody's going to get along. You know, get off your phone. Get off your phone. Just put it down. You know what I'm saying? Get off that thing, man. I mean, you only got a little bit of time. Be filled with the Holy Spirit. I'll give you a practical. Every day during the holiday. If you want to, I, I like practicals. I like things that are just practical. Even though there may not be a schedule, start your morning with your first love. Every morning. Number one, start your morning with your first love. 
Spend time with him. Listen. You know? And I mean Jesus by the first love. Anyway. I figure we already y'all already got that point. Yeah. Number two. Find a brother or sister and find some way to encourage them. You know, we all need it. We need encouragement. We do. Find somebody. I'm going to encourage somebody. One person. I can do that in 24 hours. You know what I mean? I can find somebody. Somebody, I'm going to find you. One person. Find that brother or sister and encourage them. Number three. Find one person. One. I'm not talking about two. Not One person just to reach out to. Serve them. Pray for them. Do something. I can do something. Every day I can do, I can find one person I'm just going to reach out to. I'm just going to, God, send me that one person. That's not hard. I mean, guys, we, you know, don't worry about how it's going to go. A lot of times for me it doesn't go right. But anyway, it's okay. But you still you do it anyway, you know. You know, the Holy Spirit knew the, knew the future. The Holy Spirit knew the future. It talks about, we're reading that passage, you know. He knew what was going to happen. He knew that. He knew he he was. They were point. He was pointing to it. Let, let's look at. Let's look at something in Isaiah chapter nine. And you know what? This should this should be amazing to you. You know, I was talking to somebody at work about Isaiah chapter nine. And they were like, eh, okay. I'm like, no, man, this is amazing. You got, I mean, you, you know, people that, you know, just kind of don't think the Bible's cool. They're not in it, man. They're just, they're not in the, they're not in the Word of God. They, people who don't think the Bible's awesome. When you're in it, you find out, man, this, this is awesome. Turn to Isaiah chapter 9, verse 1. It says, nevertheless, there will be no more gloom for those who are in distress. In the past, he humbled the land of Zebulun and the land of anybody who pronounces things very well. There we go. I, I don't want to do it because I'd irritate myself here. But anyway, in the, in the future, he will honor Galilee of the Gentiles by way of the sea along the Jordan. The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. Those living in the shadow of death, a light has dawned. You have enlarged the nation and increased their joy. They rejoice before you as people rejoice at the harvest, as men rejoice when dividing the plunder. As in the days of Midian's defeat, you have shattered the yoke that burdens them, the bar across their shoulders, the rod of the oppressor. Every warrior's boot used in battle and every garment rolled in blood will be destined for burning, will be fuel for the fire. Guys, there is, there is no warrior that we should honor like Jesus. I'm not, I have great friends in the military. I do. Friends that I love. But there is no warrior like Jesus. There's no one, I mean, it is, it is Jesus, what, what He has done for you deserves all of your honor. 
He says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is giving, given, and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing it and upholding it with justice and righteousness from that time on and forever. The zeal of the Lord Almighty will accomplish this. 700 years. Look, and, and you can test this. I, I encourage you. There is nobody else that fits this bill. There's nobody else in all of history. Not Hezekiah, not Josiah. They, none, none of them fit this. Jesus did it perfectly. Not just this one, but all of them. That is amazing. You can have joy and know that, you know what, this is the Word of the living God. Amen. No one could have known this. And this is just one. There's many. If, you, if you're concerned, you know, is, sometimes, I mean, you got to be real. Sometimes you can doubt, is Jesus, is Jesus really who He said He was? You can doubt that. And it's like, get in there. Learn. I'm telling you, He is the one. He fits it completely. There's nobody else. Nobody else. There's nobody else, guys. But the Holy Spirit knew. The Holy Spirit knew. You know, and the amazing thing is the whole world is celebrating it. You know, but they don't act like this is actually... I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's celebrating Christmas, but you're like, dude, no, no, no. This is awesome. We need to be the people. We have to be the salt and say, you know what? No, 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 no. It's not just presents. The whole world is, 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 I mean, everybody's talking about this one thing, but we're not, we're not excited. I'm like, dude, we got to be the ones that are excited about it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, you know, we got to be, guys. We got to be the salt. We got to be the salt. We'll go back to our passage. Go head on back over to First Peter one. We're, we're gonna. Um, Keep going here a little bit. Still doing okay on time? I'm out, ain't I? Am I out? Okay. It's all right. It's all right. Huh? I'm, I'm, uh, all right. Well, hey, you know what? We're going to finish strong. We'll finish strong. I'll be, I'll be real quick on this. First Peter. Let, let's, let's, um, let's go to verse 13. Therefore, and I'll finish up here. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Be self-controlled. Set your hope fully on the grace to be given you when Jesus Christ is revealed. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do. For it is written, be holy because I am holy. Guys, it's hard to call people out of the world. It is. It's hard to do it. It's even harder if we're not holy. If we're worldly, if you're, I'm telling you, if we're worldly, it's hard to call people out of the world when we're worldly. You know what? If, you know, know, like sexual morality, one thing, sexual morality, real quick, it's, it's really like this. It's like, it's like sexual morality to your zeal and your joy is like getting a big shovel of dirt and just dumping it on your fire. I mean, that's what it's like. 
Be holy. You have the Holy Spirit. Be holy in all you do. In your speech, okay? In your speech, in your words. You know, everything in the world is a joke. Guys, during the holidays, in the way you talk, in your speech, is your speech holy? You know, I, got, I had to apologize to Lucas and Ryan. You know, I, I started laughing at something a while back. We were all right, and I started laughing at something. just an inappropriate joke in my head. I didn't, I, but anyway, but I, then I started laughing about it, and they knew what I was talking about. And I had to go back and say, you know what, brothers, I'm sorry. That wasn't like Jesus. At my work, I started complaining about something. I had to go, I had to go back to the guy, to the, to the nurse anesthetist, and say, hey, man, you know what, man? I was complaining about that. That was stupid. I'm sorry. That was just wrong. I shouldn't have been complaining. You know what? If you, if you mess up in your speech like I do, go back and say you're sorry. Just go back and say you're sorry. and Man, get up and go. Keep going. Okay? All right. We're going to finish up with love. Okay? We're going to finish up with love. We're going to wrap it up here. Okay? 1 Peter 1.22. 1 Peter 1.22. Here we go. Um. Now that you have purified yourself by obeying the truth. Now that you have purified yourself by obeying the truth. So that you have sincere love for your brothers. Love one another deeply from the heart. For you have, not, for you have, for you have been born again, not of perishable seed, but of imperishable. Through the living and enduring word of God. For all men are like grass. All their glory is like the flowers of the field. The grass withers, the flowers fall, but the word of the Lord stands forever. Love one another deeply. Guys, this is the new command that Jesus gave. He said in John 15, 12 through 13, He said, My command is this, love each other as I've loved you. This holiday season, I want you to just, man, when you get ready for Christmas, think about how you've been loved and just pass that on. Think about how you've been loved. And guys, this is the command. You know, he said, if you love me, you obey what I command. This is it. Okay, this is the one. Okay, greater love has no one to this that one lay down his life for his friends. As you have been loved by Jesus, give that today and every day. All right. May God bless you this holiday season with true peace, joy, and love in the Holy Spirit.